The U.S. is far ahead of its peer countries and child and teen firearm deaths, a new KFF analysis found. Firearms were responsible for 20% of all child and teen deaths in the U.S. for both 2020 and 2021, compared with an average of less than 2% in similarly large and wealthy nations. This is Pulse Check. I'm Kelly Hooper. Senate Help Committee Chair Bernie Sanders and Ranking Member Bill Cassidy have come to an agreement on reauthorizing the nation's pandemic preparedness law just ahead of a Thursday markup. They struck the deal after the release of a discussion draft to reauthorize the Pandemic and All Hazards Preparedness Act. The agreement includes provisions aimed at preventing drug shortages. Public health experts are questioning the FDA's strategy for getting Americans to quit smoking as the agency prepares to roll out a menthol cigarette ban later this summer. Former FDA officials and public health experts worry the impact of a menthol cigarette ban might fall far short of its desired effect. The reason? Without alternatives or other forms of support for smokers looking to quit, menthol cigarette smokers are likely to switch to different tobacco products. And the Biden administration's proposed expansion of HIPAA to protect abortion rights is drawing criticism from Republicans, who say it violates states' rights, and Democrats, who argue it doesn't go far enough. Alice Miranda Olstein is here to explain. Thanks so much. Good to talk. So the Biden administration wants to expand HIPAA to protect abortion rights. Could you talk about what their proposed role would do? Yeah, so the rule was proposed back in April, but we are just now coming to the end of the public comment period and looking to see a final rule in the coming weeks or months. We don't know exactly when it will be. So the Biden administration proposed making it a lot harder for state officials or law enforcement to obtain the health records of people who provide abortions, people who are seeking abortions, whether in their own home state or traveling to another state. So this is in the context of the fall of Roe versus Wade and so many states implementing abortion bans and states looking to enforce those bans more aggressively, including a couple states that have looked into how to prevent some people from traveling outside of the state for the procedure. Your reporting touches on how pressure is coming from both sides of the aisle on this issue. So what are Republicans saying about this effort from the Biden administration? Yeah, so Republicans are saying that this is unlawful overreach or would be if these rules are finalized and they're threatening to bring lawsuits. You know, we've seen challenges to a lot of the things the administration has tried to do around abortion rights, and this seems like it would be no different. You have a bunch of Republican state attorneys general saying that they think the rules are unlawful and unjustified, and you have some outside advocates, including former Trump administration officials, saying the same thing and saying they fully expect this to become a legal battle. And what about Democrats? What are they saying about this effort? 
Yeah. So really interestingly, a group of about 50 House and Senate Democrats are pushing the administration to make the rule stronger. They say it's not enough to protect people in the post-Roe era. And I talked to Senator Ron Wyden just this morning about this. He's one of the leaders of this effort. And he was saying that this rule comes up short. He said, you know, it's unacceptable. He was using really strong language to criticize the administration. One of their main complaints is that it requires law enforcement or state officials in order to get abortion information to get a subpoena or some kind of court order or an administrative order in order to obtain the data. These group of lawmakers say that is too low a bar and they should have to get a warrant, which is harder to get a search warrant in order to get this information. And so they're going to continue to agitate as HHS looks at all these public comments and comes up with a final rule later this year. So given that there's pressure from both sides of the aisle, what does that mean for the proposed rule? And has the Biden administration said anything about how they'll respond to this pressure from both sides? They did not respond to me. And Senator Wyden said they haven't responded to him yet either, although his letter was just sent today. So there's still time. But I think it's really indicative of a pattern that we've seen ever since Roe versus Wade was overturned, where the administration is trying to walk this difficult line on protecting abortion rights. And basically everything they do is both accused of going too far and not going far enough, sort of a no-win environment. And this is no different. But when it comes to these data privacy questions, the stakes are really high. And so we're very interested to track what happens. Well, definitely an interesting thing to be watching going forward. Thank you so much for your reporting on this, Alice. And thanks for talking. Thank you so much. And before you go, register to join Politico on Thursday, July 20th at 4 p.m. to discuss how gene therapies could transform healthcare and increase access to treatments, with speakers including Peter Marks of the FDA, Joni Rutter of the NIH, and Tim Hogan of Pfizer. You can register for this event at politico.com slash nextgenhealthcare. And that's our show. Our music is by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. Afra Abdullah is our producer. Annie Reese is our senior producer. Our healthcare team editors are Eli Reyes, Dan Goldberg, Barbara Van Tyne, Beth Belton, and Sean Zeller. I'm Kelly Hooper. Subscribe and follow Pulse Check for a new episode every day. And subscribe to our newsletters where you can read this reporting. Pulse, Future Pulse, and Prescription Pulse. Thanks for listening.